This is Women Who Rock, a podcast promoting female musicians and artists. Today, I'm very happy to say that I'm joined by book singer who fronts New Zealand dream pop outfit French for Rabbits and who also jointly runs community label Home Alone Music. Brooke, thanks so much for joining me on Women Who Rock. That's all right. Really nice to be here today. Also, congratulations on being the first New Zealand guest. Oh, that's very exciting. Very exciting. We're making firsts. Yes. <laughs> um, from an outsider's perspective, I kind of feel as though the world is looking at New Zealand as sort of like a utopia of normality <laughs> at yeah. the moment. Yeah. I mean, it definitely feels a little bit surreal when we look at what's happening in the rest of the world, for sure. Um, I'm actually playing a show on Sunday night. Yeah, and shows are kind of back on on the agenda for the moment. Um, but, you know, it's precarious like it is in other places too, I suppose, in that the virus mm. is still here a little bit and they're trying to stamp it out. But, yeah, there's a few signs of it around. Because I was looking back through your feed, I saw that, I mean, you have been through a period of lockdown and it's not a complete normal utopia uh, that we may think it is coming from Australia or maybe a worse affected area but I guess from a musician's perspective how has 2020 been for you and has it been really like interrupted or um, business as usual can you give us a bit of an insight yeah I mean I guess we've been lucky in a few ways um, as a band in that last year we did a lot of touring and then this year our plan was to do the um, recording and mixing of our new album. So luckily we did the bulk of the like band recording just before we had lockdown here in New Zealand. So that was lucky, but since then it has been delayed several times because our mixing engineer lives in Auckland. Um, and they, of course, went back into another little lockdown uh, about a month ago. So, um, yeah, there's been a few delays and um, – we just haven't been able to play as many shows as normal. So, yeah, it has definitely been strange, um, but luckily there's been a bunch of really good initiatives um, that the government have provided around supporting artists. So that's been really helpful. But, yeah, it is it has been a bit surreal, and definitely we have lost income like with shows cancelled, and it's very hard to book anything when you don't know if it will get uh, close down any second so your book tours and then end up having to cancel all the flights things like that so yeah government support for artists also sounds like quite a uniquely New Zealand sentence yeah I suspect so I think um, we're lucky at the moment we've got a government that's pretty strong in their support of the arts so there's been a bunch of new initiatives um, like funding opportunities and um, there's been Particularly, it's been good, like, venues have been supported well, which I think is super important because I know um, in some places they've probably all shut down. So there's been a few really cool things like that, which um, make us feel very lucky to live here, I've got to say. 
So are you able to get out and about on the weekend and kind of go to lots of different shows or is it a bit of a uh, more subdued, uh, maybe socially distant uh, experience being a live music, enjoying live music? Yeah, it's been in sort of fits and starts. So we, uh, after the first big lockdown, um, when New Zealand managed to get rid of the virus, um, we played like two sold out shows and they were still limited to 100 seats. Oh, actually, no, the second one wasn't because we got even out of that limit. And then, yeah, as I say, we're playing a show this weekend um, and back to normal in terms of numbers. So we can play to more than 100 people. And, yeah, it's good. I haven't right. been to many shows, but I've been to a couple. So um, definitely been to a lot less than usual. But, yeah. Okay. Um, we actually connected uh, through Helena Massey. Yeah. Because she just released a really great album on Home Alone Music, which you are the co-run um, that outfit. So can you tell us a little bit, I understand it's largely based in Wellington, but can you tell us a little bit about the artists that you release and I guess kind of the ethos of Home Alone Music as a collective? Yeah. So um Home Alone is run by myself and um, and two other musicians, um, Timothy Blackman and Lake South, um, and we're all based in Wellington at the moment. Yeah, it's been going for a while. Tim actually started it years ago just to release his own music because he um, went through a time when he was particularly prolific. Um, but, yeah, since then we've kind of opened it up to other artists and, yeah, we, I guess – like we don't actually have contracts that's why we're kind of a hybrid between like a label and a a collective so it's much more fluid and flexible and community driven than most labels are really it's like we know that the kind of people we're working with are like up-and-coming artists or um, play kind of niche musical styles that um, perhaps it doesn't make sense to have like a a big record deal or something um so, uh, yeah, we just basically like helping great artists release awesome music, pretty much. And that's how um, we met Helena because um, she's got this beautiful record and we just wanted to make sure that some people heard it. So um, between all of us, we've got, you know, grow. I guess we're growing the number of connections we have with media outlets and the like and um, we put out compilations and we have like um in New Zealand we have like a Christmas party every year and put on shows so yeah it sounds like it's a really yeah I guess community everyone's supporting everybody pretty much than let's yeah. try to make the most profit like a really big corporate label <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so that's kind of the vibe and um yeah we've released quite a few records this year so there's an artist called Wim um, kind of an electronic um, producer, an amazing vocalist, Deanne. Um, and then we released Helena's album. We've just released one by um, a band called Mystery Waitress, which is um, a singer-songwriter called Tessa and a drummer, Olivia. Yeah, so a few different ones. Often in the kind of like sort of at least lingering around the edges of the folk genre, but... I mean, it's pushing out. It's pushing out in lots of directions. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of a collective of 
niche musical styles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should talk a little bit about your music as well. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> you have released your music through um, French for Rabbits, through the label as well. You released a track called The Tunnel, uh, I think it was May. And I feel as though, uh, yeah, reading about it, it seems as though it was a really short turnaround from the writing and the recording. I think you did it in less than a week. Yeah. So yeah. how was your, I guess, the creative aspect and the creative aspect of your writing, has it changed this year? Uh, do you think you've been more prolific? Can you um, tell us a bit about that? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so I play in this group called French for Rabbits and um, in New Zealand we release through, yeah, our collective and then overseas um, it's kind of released with various labels. Um, but that song, The Tunnel, was one I wrote during the lockdown in New Zealand. And I, yeah, I wrote and recorded it in like two days and I sent it to my bandmate Ben and he's got, he's a drummer and he, um, yeah, laid down some drums in his home studio, sent them back and I mixed it and I was like, well, this is just a song for now, you know, like it doesn't make sense to hold off and release it on an, on a record. So I just um, finished it, sent it off to a mastering guy and we it, we all had time and um you know, needed work. So we just sort of put it all together. And then, yeah, I think it was like five days after I initially wrote it that it came out um, on Bandcamp, which was definitely the fastest I've ever done something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's hard to do it much faster than that, I think. I, I think so, yeah. And I did, I mean, a friend made an artwork for it within that time as well. And then another friend Martin Sagerden who's an amazing cinematographer um we like filmed a music video via Skype um for the for the release like the more official release I suppose which came about three weeks later on streaming platforms so um yeah it was a pretty funny um experience doing everything so digitally like even the video um Martin filmed me through the screen, but the way it looked meant that it actually on in the video it looks like I'm looking out a window because of the reflections on the screen of their computer. Ah. So, I mean, if you go watch it, you'll see, but it's... Um, yeah, I thought you were looking out a window. <laughs> exactly, yeah, but it's actually me on a screen, and it was the easiest video I've ever had to make because... All I had to do was be on the screen and sing the song like two times in my bedroom. (laughs) I need to watch it again immediately uh, after the podcast. (laughs) It sounds like the whole thing is basically a time capsule for 2020. Pretty much. I mean, it's all about, you know, that feeling in lockdown when you like, I don't know, you feel like you're in this long like groundhog day, like and there's this like tunnel and you're looking down at these endless days of lockdown. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's talking – and we were near the end of lockdown in New Zealand at the time, so there's the whole idea of this light at the end of the tunnel. It's a bit Mm. of a cliche, but, yeah, it's definitely suited the the moment. Yeah, I think uh, that's a very interesting concept, filming filming over Zoom. Um, So I think let's just listen to some music. I think we love to hear it. Okay, Um, sounds good. Let's take a track now from French for Rabbits. 
Uh, the track that we've just been talking about is called The Tunnel. track was The Tunnel, the latest release from French for Rabbits. It seems as though the message from that song is really a message of hope about looking towards the future. It seems as though in New Zealand things are actually going pretty well, but I was going to ask about your vision for a New Zealand music scene one year from now. How do you think that landscape is going to look? Oh, that's, that's a good question. One year from now, I think it's so impossible to to um, figure out what the world will be like in one year's time, given everything that's been happening. However, being optimistic as I am, I suppose I would just like to think that we're sort of back to normal, except even better because, you know, the venues have been given funding, so they'll be like even more awesome and everyone will be super excited. I mean, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people have written more music, so maybe we'll just have kind of like an explosion of, like, releases and tours and things. Mm. And hopefully there's still uh, as many venues there 
to facilitate those tours. Um, in Wellington or like the area that you're in, has there been talk about like closures of venues? Because I know that that's a problem in Sydney where it's seeming like possibly some really iconic venues are struggling. So yeah. How is that looking? Um, I have heard word there's one venue that's closing, but I'm not sure if it's entirely COVID-related. Um, but also I've heard that another venue is opening. So, you know, kind of evens out. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, I feel like possibly the scene here is slightly more healthy than in Sydney because I know in Sydney you've had, you know, the um, the quite a few weird laws around bar opening hours and things, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I feel like. Overall, we haven't had any of the, um, that kind of stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of problems, unless you're a casino, in, in which case everything's just fine. Yeah, right. We don't actually have casinos in Wellington. so. I was kind of joking when I said that New Zealand is sounding like a utopia, but everything <laughs> you said has been extremely promising and positive. <laughs> I mean, there are casinos in New Zealand, just not in Wellington, which okay. I think is great because I – I'm not a I'm not a fan personally. No, <laughs> no, neither am I. <laughs> um, you have been involved with a, I guess, organisation called Girls Rock Camp. Yeah. Um, in New Zealand, we weren't really sure how to classify it, but I guess we don't really have to. It's basically a camp where young girls go to form bands, play music, and learn about releasing music. So I'm interested to hear from your perspective, how was it uh, being the kind of leader in that situation and what has that, being involved with this camp, taught you about the, I guess, New Zealand music scene and how female artists fit into that? Yeah. Um, well, I guess I wouldn't say I was a leader as such. I just was part of a group, um, actually a wonderful um, musician called Ali, sort of mostly is the visionary behind the Wellington camp um so actually last year was the first year and Wellington in Auckland had had it the year before so it's pretty new in New Zealand but already like it's been really amazing seeing some of the people who'd been to the first camps like coming back again and then interning and writing amazing music so you can really see like pretty much straight away how it impacts on the community as a whole like the um as a mentor like when we're working teaching these young people how to write their own music and be confident um around instruments and things um yeah I just feel like you can see it's positive for everyone involved because we get to know all these other musicians and it's always something that we would have loved to have had ourselves when we were younger Mm, um mm. especially like I know when I was in high school, I didn't enter in like the the local like band competitions because they were so male dominated that I just didn't kind of feel like what I did fitted that. So um, yeah, it's been cool to to just be able to offer something so that that's not the case in the future. But yeah, this year we actually had to do it online because of COVID. Um, so that was a pretty crazy experience but actually was awesome because young people are so used to being on the internet that they like kind of flourished making music online with each other okay yeah 
Yeah, they're probably more adept. Um, I am often on mute when I'm on Microsoft Teams. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, so that's cool to hear. Maybe one day it would be so cool if you were to mentor a group that put out music that you could put out through Home Alone. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. And at the university where I'm tutoring and lecturing, um, yeah, there's just so much amazing talent coming through. So I don't know. I just feel like um, young musicians are getting better and better and the the production that they're doing themselves Mm. is better and better because, um, you know, when I was young, I guess, like, yeah, we weren't, like there was a few people making music on their computers but um it's just more and more common to have like a a recording software or something on your laptop so yeah we're uh, about well i guess we're entering a new <clears throat> technological future yeah pretty much <laughs> um the track that you that we listened to the tunnel that was recorded in a very short turnaround but you also mentioned that you've been working on or you've done, I think, finished recordings for an album. Yeah. So can you give us a bit of an insight about that, how that's going, um, and if we're going to be seeing that soon? Yeah. I mean, that's quite exciting. I love – I re- it's pretty much my favourite part of music is, um, the like, well, writing the songs, but then, like, taking them from my brain and, yeah, recording them and then like they sort of evolve so yeah we've like nearly finished our I guess it's our fourth record now um and we've just been delayed a couple of times in the final mixing because of COVID but um yeah it's really close and fingers crossed um our mixing engineer can come to Wellington next week and then we'll finish it so but that's been delayed like two times now so I'm kind of you know Waiting to see what happens. Sure. Okay. Um, so you all are going to be in the same room when you're doing the final mix. Uh, well, me and um, Joel, the engineer, will be because we kind of co-produce, and um, you know, I did probably I did all the vocal recording and a bunch of the other recording during the lockdown at home. So um, yeah, so just kind of the final touches, really, and. Yeah, then it's done and we'll be able to figure out how to release it. Yeah, well, that is very exciting. And I guess kind of hot off the press that you're almost there. You're really close. Very close, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's time for the segment, Tell Me a Thing where I have a list of seven topics and I ask you to choose one of them and tell us something about it. Topics are musical equipment, recording equipment, Patti Smith, poetry, punk rock, death, and politics. So, Brooke, can you please tell us a thing? Um, Yes. So I did actually find it quite hard choosing between all of those topics because some of them are quite interesting to me but I've decided the most timely one is politics because um well the world is a political place and um as it happens the um, New Zealand elections are coming up so um we've got two referendums one on um cannabis reform 
and one on euthanasia. So that's quite interesting. And um, I think I will be definitely voting yes to um, legalising marijuana just because I think um, in terms of things like... um, I just think it's overall going to be better because you can control the use of it better and also you won't be punishing people and putting people in jail when we don't need to put them in jail. Um, Mm. And then in terms of the euthanasia one, well, that one's a little bit trickier because um, apparently the wording of the euthanasia bill isn't really that perfect. So although I am generally someone who would be, um, you know, I think euthanasia is not a bad thing. I just, I'm not sure if the bill is perfect yet. So, yeah, that's what's going on in in New Zealand. And the Labour Party and Jacinda Ardern, who I think is pretty much universally loved at the moment, um, will hopefully get back in again because I think, you know, she's a wonderful sort of beacon of light at the moment. Um, but I will actually, I'll probably vote for the Green Party because I, I'm very, um, I think it's really important to have those environmental values um, pretty much at the top of everything. So, yeah. Is it possible, from an outside perspective, I couldn't see a situation, a possible situation where Labour is not, Reelected. I mean, is there an issue that could cause that? I think possibly the economy is, um, you know, something that people worry about. And given that there's, you know, the possibility, or we are in a bit of a recession, I suppose, um, that's a time when some people tend to vote for the National Party. And they have been strong in the past. And, you know, there's a lot of conservative people in the world, um, some racist people in the world. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's always there's always a chance. I mean, look at Donald Trump. He got in and you would never have believed that. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's hope not. Let's hope no scandals or anything arise and, um, and we continue down a positive route. I mean, at least for me, I feel like. Donald Trump was elected, but the previous person was not re-running for election after having the the world's best response to a global catastrophe. So yeah, right. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's interesting. Um, yeah, the referendums. I don't completely understand. So that's that's separate to the federal election. That's. Oh, so they they run something that happened. Yeah, they run at the same time. So um, when you vote for the election, you also vote on these two referendums that happen at the same time. Um, And I don't actually know a hundred percent for these two, but you can trigger a possible referendum if you get um, enough signatures on a um, petition for one. and I don't actually know if that's how this one came about or not. I think it was through a member's bill. I don't know. Politics. I don't know. I don't quite understand the ins and outs of it all, but, um, <laughs> but I pay attention as much as I can because I think everyone should vote because it's, it's important. Um, sure. Well, I yeah. mean, I think from the first half hour of the podcast, probably 
the way that things have been going are pretty good. <laughs> so hopefully we can see this in to have another term. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. And hopefully Australia um, gets some better politicians <laughs> sometimes. Sure. Uh, the last election was supposed to be a climate election. Oh, right. And, and then it wasn't oh. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Anyway. I think every election should be a climate election at the moment, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Every following election. Yeah, I think we're basically yeah in agreement. Uh, one labour. <laughs> um, Brooke, thank you so much. This has been a really interesting episode because I think it's been pretty eye-opening for me and maybe other audience in Australia about the differences of the way that things are happening in general, but also in the music industry. So thank you so much for lending some time to have a chat on the show. Oh, no problem. Really nice to talk to you. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can come over to Australia sometime. That sounds great. And I would love to come to New Zealand when that is possible. Oh, I know. I've probably made it so that all Australians now want to move to New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> is it like a form for permanent <laughs> residency? Or maybe I... we'll put a, a link in the podcast for the <laughs> permanent residency. <laughs> Sounds um, great. Yeah, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. Oh, good. Thank you so much. Women Who Rock is proudly produced in the Sydney studios of Do SER 107.3. Dreams are.